0: Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossett, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hello, how are you? I hope you're well. I have just got back from a lovely mini break in Ibiza, my, probably my favorite holiday destination in the world. I've been going to Ibiza my whole life. And I have a lot of friends there, and my, my godmother actually lives on that island, so I go there a lot, because it's just a beautiful, beautiful place. I actually shot a really cool editorial in on the island while I was there, um, and I really can't wait to share those images, because I love them. By the time this podcast is out, I'm sure they're on my Instagram already, so if you're curious to go and see what I shot while I was out there, then uh, go and head to my Instagram, it's at Olivia Bossert, and you can have a look. Today's episode is gonna be... I don't actually know what I'm gonna title this yet as I'm recording it because I can't really think of a good name, but I kind of am thinking it's something along the lines of adventures in pitching, or the sort of success stories and the not-so-successful stories I've had in pitching myself. I thought it would be quite interesting for you guys to hear how pitching has worked well for me but also at times where it hasn't and some things I've tried that haven't worked so I was going to give you a real life example of a time when I pitched to someone and they turned into a big client and I've told the Jules story a couple of times so you know the the first time I ever pitched and how it was a bit of an an accident I didn't really mean to pitch myself to them and that's how I got started with pitching But this time I want to tell you the story of a different brand and that is um, Crew Clothing. They're a brand that I've worked with now for two years and I really, really love working with them and I've never really spoken about the story of how I got, how I built my relationship with that brand. So the idea for today's podcast is for us to dig into that at the end of the, uh, after I've spoken about Crew, I also wanted to look at a time that I sort of tried something new in pitching and how it didn't work. And I've analysed why that didn't work. And I think it will be interesting for you to hear what doesn't work as well as what does work. So to start off with, let's look at what does work. And I'm going to sort of talk about my experience of getting work with Crew. So Before I actually do anything, I make sure to do loads of research into ideal clients and who I want to work with, and I'd actually never really heard of crew clothing until I started doing this research. They didn't have a shop in my local town, um, so I'd never actually been into one of their shops myself, but as I was doing research on coastal lifestyle brands, crew clothing kept popping up, and... I did lots of research into them and the more I saw, the more I realised that they were really the perfect fit for both myself and for my work. And I felt like they could really do, like I felt we could do good work together. So after a couple of weeks of following their social media, of, of I actually went to their, one, one of their shops, um, I did some good solid research, I reached out to them through a pitch and, you know, I sent them my classic email if you want to go and have a look at the kind of emails I send. Um, I have a free email template in my resource library of the sort of the basic overview of my emails. So it was kind of along that line. Um, I. I tried to actually go and find my original email that I'd sent, but it was quite a long time ago and I can't find it anywhere. I changed email providers and all sorts of stuff in between then and now, so I can't actually find the initial emails, but what I can, I can remember quite vividly how it all happened. So, I sent them my, you know, my first pitch email And I can't remember if I had to follow up or not, but eventually I got a reply from someone on the content marketing team, the social media team. And they were interested to hear more about me, to see what I could offer them. So we set up a phone call and we had a chat. I don't always speak to potential clients over the phone, but sometimes people people asked to, so I did. This In this instance, I um, we arranged a phone call, and we had a chat on the phone, and we spoke for a little while, and I sort of told them what I do, how I work, what kind of images they could expect from me, what I could offer them, and how I felt that I could be helpful. So after my initial email, I did... No, sorry. In my pitch email, my very first one, I tend to make an offer to brands that I really want to work with to do one photo shoot shoot with them for free. Um, I've recorded an entire podcast recently on whether you should work for free or not and so if you want to hear about my opinions on that and when it's good and when it's not good to go and have a listen to that but in this instance I did actually offer to shoot something for them for free and I actually did that I went to St Ives they took my offer up and they needed some photos of St Ives which is a town that is near to me and a town where they have a shop and they wanted some photos of the town to use on their social media to promote the shop to promote the town and to just use this kind of filler imagery for their Instagram and their Facebook so I went over to St Ives one afternoon for an hour or two and I shot some content images for them there and that was kind of the start of a really good relationship. I got some feedback from them after that first photo shoot, they kind of told me what they liked, what I could do some more of and I asked them to keep me in mind if they needed anything else in future. I can't remember fully how it happened but I believe that within one month I got an email from them and they needed someone to photograph an event they had coming up in Pazdo which is another town not too far away from where I live and they needed something for their social channels and their website and to promote the event in general. And they asked if I could do that for them, and that was my first real paid job with them. So I, I went off and did that. And since then, since my initial pitch that I sent sort of all those two years ago, I've now done I, th- I want to say like six or seven jobs for Crew. Now uh, we have a really lovely relationship and. I actually have met them all. I went to their offices in London about a year ago and had a meeting and we, because you you spend all this time emailing these people and sort of building up a relationship via the internet that it's quite nice to meet them in person if you can. So I love to set up face-to-face meetings with the people I've pitched to and worked with because it just, it kind of makes the relationship more real. So I did actually go and meet all of them and I definitely think that meeting them in person led me to getting even more work with them because they, I think once people have put a, a face to a name, they, you become front of mind when they think of someone that they need for a photo shoot. So that's been amazing for me to have them trust me and, you know, work with me so often. But I wanted to also caveat that and say that I don't always wait for them to come to me. I let them them know, I let the person that I'm in touch with, I let her know whenever I'm available. I don't just sit around and wait for them to rem- re- sort of remember me or come back to me with things they need me to do or I'm quite diligent to check in uh, every couple of months and say sort of, you know, do you need anything or can of help at all? Um, and a really good example of this is that over the bank holiday Easter break, I saw a little gap in the weather in Cornwall, which was going to be really, really sunny and beautiful and hot. And from a previous conversation I'd had with the team at Crew, I knew that they were in desperate need of some photos of sort of the UK looking sunny. And we all know that Sometimes it can be really hard to capture that that imagery. So what I did was I immediately got in touch with my contact and said, listen, you know it's going to be sunny in in Cornwall this weekend. Do you have any images that you need? Because if you do now is the time. And that led me to being booked for that job. So pitching, I think people think that pitching is always when you know, this is the first email you send to someone and then that's it what i like to do is pitch to people who i've already got as ongoing clients because that tends to work even more because they already know you and they already trust you and if they need something and you offer it to them likely the likelihood is that you know what they need so you're pitching to them something that you know they need but also they're just going to go oh cool that not always they're not always going to take you up on your offer but it's really, it's much easier to pitch to someone that you already have a relationship with. So don't always think of pitching as something that you have to do with people you've never spoken to before. It could be something that you do to people that you've got an ongoing working relationship with. Okay, so that's kind of a good example of how, you know, sending an initial pitch led me to getting a lot of work and now, I kind of wanted to talk about some mistakes I have made in pitching because it's all well and good talking about the good stuff, but I've definitely tried things which haven't worked. And I was trying to think of what to talk about in this episode. And I thought back to the start of this year. So, this is 2019, the start of 2019. And I was curious to try something out. I'd actually been listening to a podcast. Uh, at the start of the year, and it was a, an artist's podcast, not a photographer, and he had interviewed someone who was not at all in the art world about sort of reaching out and pitching, and I listened to this podcast, and that person's theory was to send really short, really simple, sweet emails, like super short, like, you know, one sentence. So, That seemed to have worked for that person. So I thought, okay, well, I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to try something out. And I'm a big believer in experimenting. I know that from experience that unless you try something out, you'll never really know if it's going to work or not. And I'm not afraid of something not working, because I always feel like I learn from it. And this is definitely one of those things. So at the start of 2019, I tried this new technique. And the idea was really simple. I wanted to reach out to some advertising agencies, PR agencies, and brands that I'd never really spoken to before. Um, But I was going to keep my emails super short. And I thought that Perhaps if I was really, really brief and really quick and short, it would make it easier for the person to reply to me. So, because this is so recent, I can actually pull up the exact one of the exact emails I sent and read it out to you. And this was the same email I sent to everyone. I think I sent 20 to 25 emails out, and it went something like this Dear person, how are you? I hope you're well. I wondered if you were looking for new photographers in 2019 yet. Let me know. Best wishes, Olivia. So very basic, very short, and <laughs> surprise, surprise, I didn't get a single reply. Um, so I wanted to sort of go over why I think that is. And the first reason that I don't think this worked is because it's incredibly impersonal. It there's no attention that's gone into this email, it's probably very obvious that it's been sent out to loads and loads of people and I'm really not embellishing it in any way, I'm not making the person that's received the email feel like I've given them any thought and I don't know about you but I don't like it personally when I feel like I'm getting an email that's just doesn't have any heart to it, or doesn't feel like the person on the other side cares. So I don't think it works for that reason. There's nothing that's in that email that says, I actually really want to speak to you, not just anyone. It's very impersonal. So that's the first reason I don't think that that worked. The second one is that they have no real reason to reply to me Because it's not clear in my email what I wanted. So, yes, of course I was asking a very basic question. Um, I was asking if they were looking for photographers. But it doesn't answer the question of why I'm asking if they're looking for photographers. I never once said in the email that, you know, are you looking for photographers? Because I am one. I just ask a simple question and I feel like it's almost too open-ended and a little bit too... Random, <laughs> like, w- what do what what mat what does it matter to them if if they are looking? Wh- why should it bother? Why should it matter to me, as the emailer, if they're looking for photographers? So I feel like I needed to include uh, another line almost of I'm wondering if you're looking for photographers yet. My name is Olivia Bossard. I'm a fashion photographer, and here is a link to my portfolio. Um, I'd love to know if you're looking for someone. Almost like just adding in that extra line would probably have made this email a lot more effective. I'm not sure it would have actually worked much better, but it possibly could have worked more. Um, So I, I just think that that has not worked. Uh, The third thing that I think is wrong about this is that there's nothing in there to grab the person who's receiving the email's attention. It's literally just four lines of text, but from someone who doesn't know you, they're going to open that potentially and just literally see four lines, read that sentence, and just think, well, I'm not interested. Like, there's nothing in here that, there's just nothing in there that grabs their attention and makes it worth their while to look at or spend time on so I think that it's really important to have something that's eye-catching that's going to grab their attention that's going to make them think oh cool this is interesting um from from experience, I now know how important it is to grab attention quickly and make your emails interesting. And I've got all sorts of techniques that I use to do that, which are in the course that I'm teaching as of Monday next week. Um, so the, I'm going to mention, I'm going to talk about that more in a minute. But um, the fourth point that I think is wrong with this email is that it's kind of hard for for me as the emailer to follow up following up is really really important when you're pitching and with this email there's not much more you can say um like you don't have much you can say of the along the lines of hey did you get my email because it looks weird when you're following up on such a short question unless it's something that obviously you have a relationship about with the person on so it just for me it feels odd following up about something so small like if it was a serious thing and you you had more to follow up on it would make sense but it just this email is makes it very difficult for you to say hey did you get my email because you're only looking for a one-word answer does that make sense I hope that makes sense and the last and I think the most important part point of this entire thing is that it just looks like I don't really care <laughs> if I received this email and it looked the way it did, it did, it looks to me like this person really doesn't care whether I'm looking for a photographer or not. Um, it feels almost a bit greedy and a bit rushed and just not what I would want to receive. So bearing all that in mind, you're probably thinking, well, why did you send it in the first place? Um, experimentation is the, the, best answer for that I was trying something out for all I knew it could have worked I really I didn't know if it was not gonna work um the person who I'd listened to their arguments for sending very short quick fairly brief emails made sense to me so it could work but I think that from my experience when you put more detail and you put more attention and you put more care into emails and make them personalize and make them res- make the person who's receiving them want to hit reply for more than just a quick response it-, it works so much better now that I've done this I can 100% say that I won't do it again um because it just got zero results I got no replies from doing this and I also just like I said I felt like I couldn't really follow up with any of them because I was honestly a bit embarrassed about how short my email had been that doesn't mean that I can't now go back to them and pitch them properly now because it's been six months since I sent that first email and because of the brevity of it I guarantee you that no one who even saw that email will remember who I was, so it won't be a problem. So I probably will go back and look at who I pitched and re-pitch them with proper emails. Um, Since then, I've sent off dozens and dozens and dozens more pitches, and I've stuck to the technique that I've used and I teach within the Pitching with Confidence course, and I get far better results I've got a meeting in June with a brand that I have for a start I I was I spent months trying to find contact details for this brand because I knew that I really wanted to work with them and I wanted to get super specific about the person that I spoke to so I spent a very long time I actually held off pitching to them before I found the right contact details and it worked it worked perfectly within a few days I had received a reply and they seem really interested and I'm now I have a meeting booked with them in June and I'm I'm re- I'm crossing all my fingers here that it goes well because it feels really good and it would be amazing for me to work with this brand so All I can say is that the stuff that I teach in this course does work. I've had multiple people who have since taken it, who have had incredible results. They are now working and building relationships with brands that they have dreamt of working with their whole lives. They're making more money because of it, Um, so that is incredible, and it, it just shows that when you give pitch emails the time, the effort, the care, and the love that they require it works, and I I really do show you step-by-step in the course what to include, what not to include, how to speak to people, and all of that stuff. So if you want to join the course, Pitching with Confidence, my four-week course which teaches photographers how to pitch themselves to brands, just like I explained to you at the start, not the second part... (laughs) That closes on Sunday the 19th of May 2019, so if you are listening to this as it goes out or in the next few days, you have until Sunday uh, Sunday the 19th of May to sign up. Um, You can pay upfront in full if you want to, it's £240 plus VAT if you're in the EU. I wanted to make the course as accessible as possible though, so I have actually got two payment plans. One is two payments of £120 and the other is three payments of £80. So that if you can't pay the full amount upfront, it is hopefully possible for you to pay in those two instalments. If that is still an issue, please get in touch with me if you would like to pay in a longer term. I'm sure I can work something out. So if you feel like this course is important for you, Definitely contact me via email or via Instagram if you want to know if you're a good fit for the course. Because I know that a lot of people will be listening to this and thinking, "Am I the right person for this? Should I be pitching myself? Should I take this course?" Go and have a read of the web page and, like that, I mentioned it's in the show notes of the um the uh, <laughs> it's in the show notes of the podcast as well. So if you have any doubts have a read of that, or feel free to email me at any point. I'm starting to lose my voice, I think you can hear it. <laughs> um, so absolutely any point, if you want to speak to me, ask a question of any kind, you can do so. I'm an open book. I will tell you if I don't think you're right for it, if you're not ready yet. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to actually start teaching this now. It's um, We start on the 20th of May, and it's a four-week course. You get the emails So you get an email sent to you every week letting you know that the modules are open for you to go and read it's all written out, you can go back to it anytime you want, once you buy it you have lifetime access you get access to the course forever, and any updates I do, you get access to as well, and there's also a private Facebook group where you can come in and ask questions, I'm also going to be going live at least twice throughout the course, possibly more, we'll see how it goes to answer questions, and go through the content, and talk about stuff, and share my personal experiences as well, so yeah, I hope that you found today's episode interesting and that if you have and that you've learned something basically I think that's what I was hoping to say um yeah it's been fun for me to record this one and kind of reminisce about where I've come from and how far I've come because it's yeah it's, it's nice to see that the technique works um even after all this time so okay I'm gonna leave you and I will speak to you next week we, have, we are back to interviews next week which I'm really excited about okay I'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of It Starts With A Click. If you enjoyed it, please come and let me know over on Instagram at Olivia Bossert, that's my handle. If you'd like to learn more about fashion photography in general, then head over to my website, it's www.oliviabossert.com. I blog weekly all about fashion photography and I also have a huge free resource library which is full of free downloads. Downloads include a pitching email course, which is a five part free email course, um, all about pitching. There's an ebook, which is all about using Instagram and Pinterest to market your business. And there's even an email template file of how to pitch yourself, word for word. It's the email I use when I pitch myself to brands. So go and get that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on whatever app you're using to listen. And make sure that you don't miss future episodes because they're going to be amazing. I will see you next week. Bye!